Hi, I'm Lori. And I'm Andrea. We're excited to welcome you to the We Should Probably Talk About That podcast. We are so happy to have you here with us, and we can't wait to make it awkward. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the We Should Probably Talk About That podcast. We're happy to have you joining us again. Um, On this episode, we're going to do something that we just decided to name, getting to know you rapid fire question style. Is that what we decided? Did I say that? That was long. We should maybe delete that. No. Um, What we're going to do is, I've I've heard this on a couple other podcasts where they just get lists of questions uh, from magazines or from the internet and just, it's just kind of bouncing back and forth with questions. And so we've printed a bunch of questions off of the world wide web and we are just gonna go for it we haven't rehearsed any of this we don't know what the questions are and we're just gonna see how it goes so (laughs) right i'm ready i'm nervous (laughs) i don't know why i'm nervous i know i think i'm nervous because like what if i get caught off guard but if i get caught off guard we'll just delete it and these people will (laughs) never know (laughs) maybe not maybe not maybe we'll leave it in there Okay, so Lori's going to start, and we'll, she'll ask a question, we'll both answer, and then I'll ask a question, and we'll just yep. bounce back and forth. Okay, ready? I'm ready. All right. What is invisible, but you wish people could see? Oh, uh, am I answering first? Yeah. Your question first? Yeah. Um, gosh, what is invisible, but I wish people could see? I would s- probably say love is the first thing that came to my mind, because I... <laughs> I'm laughing because I went. No, I'm laughing because I went literal. I'm thinking ghosts. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Now I feel like it's changed my. Yeah, ghosts. Let's go. No. No. Yours yours is all deep and wonderful, and mine's like literal ghosts. Honestly, I I think the reason that love came came to mind first is because as I've been talking more, and you and I have talked more about our stories, I find myself thinking. Do I know what love is? Do I have I ever been in love? I've been Ooh. married twice. I've had a couple long-term relationships and I don't know if I've ever been in love. And if I wow. could be oh. with a person and have an hours-long conversation where I feel the connection and it's easy to be with them and comfortable, if I could see what love looks like and know, like is this when I'm feeling love or is this just friendship and fun connection? Yeah, I like my answer. I want to see love. I love <laughs> your love answer, actually. Um, I need to not be so literal. I guess that's the Capricorn in me. Something <laughs> very literal. Ghosts, they're ghosts. invisible. I mean, that'd be cool, too. Love no, I love that. Like, if it was a color or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you could see... It's, it's just so the unknown anyway, in dating or whatever. If you could see the true love that was there. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, for me, my answer was ghosts. Ghosts. You're just staying with ghosts. That's well, fine. yeah, I guess so. I'll come up with deeper answers later. I okay, promise. if we're going to get through 50 of these, okay. we, we got to not make fun of each other so much. <laughs> I was not making fun. I was making fun of myself, actually, for not taking it so deep. Okay, my right. question is, right. what is your current passion project? Um, there's. I have two. Can I answer twice? Sure. A, this podcast, mm-hmm. a very passion project because um, you and I kind of did it quickly. We launched quickly. We came up with the idea and it's got me fired up and excited. And B, um, I'm going to say it out loud. I want to write a book. So what the subject matter is, it moves around. But I told myself that I'm going to start it during this time of year. 
when I'm in my house more. Um, it's winter, and so I'm going to do that. I'm going to write a book uh, probably about um, women empowering themselves after divorce. That's kind of I a, like it. That's kind of a close-to-my-heart subject. That's great. Yep. Um, mine is also this podcast. Um, it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks for us, and um, yeah, I just find myself thinking about it all the time, thinking about what what are people going to be interested in and this is kind of a, you know, and I want to expand and do more on social media with people being able to connect with us. But yeah, mine is just, passion for me is just connection with yeah. people right now. I'm just feeling a big need for that. And this podcast is an awesome platform that I'm really excited about. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, next, what would it take to gross you out completely on a date? Uh, I mean, really, it's cigarettes. That's the first thing that comes to my mind is... I like that answer. Like, there's been some quirky things where I'm like, oh, no, that's probably a no. But if if I'm, like, on a walk with a guy or hiking and he pulls out a cigarette, it just... I There's no getting around that for me. Yeah, I would agree that's with a, that. That's a deal breaker me. thing for me, cigarettes. Yeah. Same for me. Um, my answer would be if someone was forcefully um, physical, like if they reach over and pull me in for a kiss when there's no like vibe going or that happened to me once. So I speak from experience and I did not like it. And uh, yeah, it grossed me out because I was not feeling a vibe and I felt kind of pushed mm -hmm. towards his face. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next for me, who is one of your favorite celebrity role models? Ooh. Um, I have to just quick fire this. So who would I say? Uh, Brene Brown. Mm, she's my spirit animal. Yeah. She, um, after my first divorce and I was learning about shame and authenticity, uh, I was introduced to Brene Brown. And if you haven't listened to her podcast or read her books, you should. And the reason why there's some things that she does, I don't necessarily, you know, agree with, but as far as her message to be authentic, real connection, um, and I face a lot of shame in my life, uh, self shaming a lot. And so I've learned to grant myself grace and forgive myself a lot. So mm -hmm. her telling people it's okay to be human and her message behind it. Yeah. I look up to her. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, the one that comes to mind for me is Meghan Markle. And I, I didn't even know who she was until she married Prince Harry. You never watched Suits? I didn't. Have no. you seen it yet? No. Um, I followed her story pretty intensely when she decided she could not stay in England. Yeah. And it was during my separation and my plan to leave California. And I just felt really empowered by her. And she was being attacked at every angle and... People saying, how can she do this to the royal family? She knew what she was getting into when she married into that. But I, the truth is, I don't think you ever fully know what you're getting into. And she owned her truth. She stepped into her reality and her story and said, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not staying here. And I would have counseling sessions with my therapist and kind of say, like, if Meghan Markle can do it, you I did? can do it. Oh, yeah. I even put her on a vision board. I made a vision board. Did you really? 
But me and really, my kids made true. vision boards like, and I put a picture of her if on there's it. A, if there is an establishment that you're going to buck as big mm-hmm. as the monarchy, that's pretty big. Yeah. So that's a, I can see why you put it on the yeah. vision board. And, and, you know, when I moved to California, I knew, I knew what was in California. I knew the job that my husband was going to have. I knew it was a family business and I, it, it, people could say that to me, you knew what you were getting into when you oh, yeah. became a Christian and moved to California, but I didn't, I didn't know. You don't know until you're there, you're until you it. see the inner workings of the family and the way they Ooh, yeah. run the business and, and so, yeah, Meghan Markle did it in a much more public eye with a lot more to it when she left. But I will never criticize somebody who walks away from something by saying to them, you knew what you were getting into. Because yeah. I don't. Yeah. You don't. Agreed. Okay. Love it. This one's exciting for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if police arrested you with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? Uh, mine would, mine would probably be a traffic, traffic. Some I'd be speeding. I'd get arrested for speeding. That's what your friends and family would think. Yeah, because I get pulled over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been late to a lot of things because I was trying to not be late, and I ended up getting pulled over. I, I think. I mean, that's boring, but I have a hard time going the speed limit. That's good to know. <laughs> I'll drive wherever we go from around. No, I speed on the freeway. I'm pretty good in town, but I speed on the freeway. Yeah, mine's the freeway. Yeah. I, I'll obey school zones yeah. and residential. Yeah. Um, when I picked this, I thought of something, and I, and I don't know. I think my friends would know this. My family wouldn't, but my friends that are close to me would know this. If police arrested me and didn't give them an explanation, um, it would probably be for something like, skinny dipping or something because I've never done it in my life. You've never gone skinny dipping? Never in my entire life. Never ever like and and I have like all these wants and you know things I want to do and accomplish and and dare to do I think now that mm-hmm. I'm in my 50s. Yeah. Um and yeah, so I think my friends would probably think it was something like that, you know, pushing myself and daring because mm-hmm. I was a pretty mellow kid, teenager, married person. Yeah. So I want to take risks a little bit now. Do it. In the best way. I went skinny dipping in Hawaii at night. See, that's the idea. Oh my gosh. It's freaking amazing. In the warm water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, so yeah, I want to experience stuff like that. I don't want to get arrested for it, but I want to experience (laughs) stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't even think about getting arrested, but that would have been awkward. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine was really boring, but yours was uh, good. I liked that one. Um, What is your dream job? Um, honestly, um, to be a public speaker and help women. Really? Public speaking would be your dream? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of it. I love to train people. I love to teach people. I love seeing the light bulbs go on in people's eyes. Mm -hmm. Working in software, I trained a bunch of CEOs and CFOs how to, and I just loved it. Mm -hmm. I, I loved, it was a, it was kind of like the whole helping people that we Mm want to do. And I want to be an example to women that two divorces, you know, and one being from a very toxic marriage doesn't shut you down and you can stand up and move forward and create a good life. And so, yeah, I would love to teach and inspire people, Mm -hmm. maybe do classes or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's my dream job. I wish that I 
I wish that I felt like I could be a public speaker because I, I... I think you could. I don't know. Like, I get... My voice gets really, like, shaky. Oh, mine does too, but then it stops. Uh, mine doesn't ever stop. <laughs> mine stays shaky. It just sounds like vibrato. Yeah. And it's it's almost embarrassing. It's like, come on, get yeah. say it normal, but I can't. Yeah. And I thought I would kind of be like that on here, but this doesn't feel like I'm actually talking to people. Yeah, because you don't have all those faces yeah. staring back at you. Yeah. yeah. I think my dream job would be along those lines, but it would be more one-on-one, you know, therapy, coaching, or small group therapy. Like I've been in, I've been in some group therapy settings as a, like a client, a participant in yeah. the therapy. And it's a really powerful experience I to bet. feel other people's stories and to watch light bulbs go on for people and kind of have a facilitator oh my gosh. of the experience and watching people have their wake up moment. And see, that's, it's funny that our dream jobs are exactly the same, but on different mm-hmm. stages or platforms. Yeah. Cause we like, I've never been to group therapy. I think that would be very cool because you're getting to know someone more intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but that, yeah, that's funny that we're, they're the exact same. Yeah. I think that's what I just want. different stages. Okay. Yeah. How many times a day do you think you lie? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't, I used to find myself lying a lot, but it was mostly as a mom, like, oh no, the playground's closed, you know, (laughs) like that kind of thing. When my kids were younger, I I remember just feeling like, oh my gosh, when they find out, they're never going to trust me. I, and I don't like that habit of easily lying. And so I, as my kids have gotten older, I pay more attention to that. I don't, I don't think I'm a liar. I, I mean... You know, maybe like, oh, I can't go to lunch today because I have a big project at work and I don't really have a big project, but I also don't want to fall behind on what I'm working on and lunch is a little inconvenient. Like that kind of thing. I do that on occasion with people, but I don't feel like I tell extreme lies ever. I don't. I'm not a liar. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not a liar. And, and my kids know that one of my biggest pet peeves is lying. Mm Mm-hmm. Even when they think they're going to get in trouble, I would tell them when they were young, come to me and say, mom, don't get mad. And then I would know to calm down and be in a calm space. Mm -hmm. And then they would tell me, you know, like I broke the window with the baseball bat kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, But I don't tell lies either. Yeah. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Greece. Greece is on my list, definitely. And Paris. Mm. I haven't been to either of those places, and I would love to go there. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Uh, from, you? You've traveled a lot. I've traveled a lot. I've not been to Greece. I've been to Paris. Um, I I would probably go to Barcelona. I've just heard magical things about yeah. Spain, and I've been a lot of places in Europe, but I, I never... I hear Spain's amazing. Never made it to Spain. The culture, the music, the food, yeah. the vibe. I hear Spain's yeah. amazing. That would be a good one. Um, do you check yourself out in the windows when you pass by them? Uh, accidentally I do. Not on purpose? No, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't. I think I do just, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can't see her, but she just stuck her tongue out. Like what? (laughs) Take two. No, I, I mean, I think everybody does, but. Yeah, it's not a bad thing if you say yes. I don't like to, though. I'm, yeah, I don't like to yeah. either. I dated a guy that 
did that in every mirror and every window we ever walked by. No, I don't ever stop. Like, yeah. oh, like double take myself? No, I catch my reflection and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think the only time I will do it is if I'm concerned like that my hair like blew out of the way or whatever and I'm just making sure I don't yeah. have flyaways, but I don't, I don't either. Yeah. Okay. What do you like to learn about? Oh my gosh. Anything and everything. Same. Uh, I will get addicted on a subject and just dive in, mm. you know, and want to learn about it. Or if something comes up in conversation with people and I'm like, I wonder how that did happen. I'll dive into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss school. I miss learning a lot. And so, and a lot of my careers have happened because of my learning. Like I worked for a magazine um, in digit. I did the digital scrapbooking stuff. I taught myself Photoshop and all of that because it was an interest of mine and then it helped me get a job. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of feel like if it's, if I'm called to research it, I'm supposed to. And so, yeah, yeah. so anything. See, I'm not a researcher. I don't, I don't hear about something and want to dive into self-educating about it, yeah. but I'm fascinated with people telling me. I love just hearing what people are interested in and mm. what people have gone through and what cool thing they heard about. I think, I think I just love learning about people and I think it's super fascinating to just be anywhere just at the grocery store or in an Uber. I went to New York a month ago and honestly my favorite part was riding in Ubers and just talking to people and just having 10 minutes of as much of their story as I can take in. I just love learning about people. That's awesome. I love that. What's a song you pretend you don't like because it's embarrassing that you love it? <laughs> um, it's it, <laughs> it's from it's from uh, Big Hero Six. Yes, and it's by Fallout Boy, Immortals. Yes, we could be Immortals. We could, we could be Immortals. Like for some reason, that song comes on, and I'm like, move aside, everyone. I am leaving it all on this. <laughs> kitchen stage oh my gosh I love it. that's awesome yeah that's the one yeah we could be immortal okay could, i'm gonna be immortal i'm totally gonna make fun of you now yeah it's just, oh, it's um good. for me it's um the beebs <laughs> justin bieber never say never oh it yeah. reminds me of a time i took my girls when they were young to go see the justin bieber movie mm-hmm. in the theater and we bought the cd and we would jam in the car and Every time I hear it, I love it because it brings back good memories. Plus, it just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. That's good. The beeps. <laughs> the beeps. Um, <clears throat> what is your favorite place you've traveled to? Um, goodness. I would have to say Puerto Rico. Um, I love the beach, if anybody knows me. And I love the beach vibe. I love the town and the locals. They were so friendly and nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I didn't, it wasn't like quote unquote out of the country. So the, you know, anxiety yeah. side of me didn't worry too much about being out of my comfort zone. So yeah, I loved the vibe. I was there actually on a work trip, so I'm sure I could have loved it more, but yeah, yeah the beach for me. Nice. Um, mine is probably Cinque Terre, Italy. And we, we visited Italy and went to all the to major cities, oh. but there's this town called Cinque Terre that I'd never heard of, and it's five mini towns right along the coast, and you can do this mountain trail from town to town. There's no cars there, and it's just 
the most beautiful landscaping and just colorful buildings all along the whole coast. And I just... I would love it was Italy. amazing. Yeah. That I can't even imagine. Yeah. Every time I see a movie with Italy in it, I just drool because yeah. it's gorgeous. But just as far as like breathtaking, I did not know this existed. Yeah. That's the city for me. And how do you say it? Cinque Terre, I think. It means five cities. Oh. I think that's the translation. Okay. okay. Maybe. Um, when was the last time you had a big fail moment? That's a big one. Fail moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Big fail. I I work. I have a couple jobs. One of my jobs is I do product design for a little like home decor craft store, and I was working. This isn't a big fail, but I I don't know. I haven't had a big fail in a while. I can't really think of one either. So my I just did. I came up with a color scheme for a fall product that I was going to design. Yeah. And as I did it, I was like, this isn't going to be good. This isn't going to be good. And I just waited for the magical moment where it just all came together. And it just absolutely didn't. And my boss was like, we can't release that. I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I wanted to see it through the yeah. end. And now, I'm not a quitter. now it sits on my little design table as a reminder that I'm not always awesome. I just have this <laughs> ugly thing that I created and wasted a lot of oh, money and company time on that's awesome I and they that. remind me about it often about my ugly thing i designed really so they do just as a joke we just we don't oh there's that ugly thing andrea created <laughs> yeah remember that big fail yeah that was a, that was a big <laughs> <laughs> this one was hard for me and i think that's why i probably highlighted it because i came from the school of i don't fail <laughs> mm-hmm. um I remember I had my kids in therapy right after the divorce. And he said, Lori, you know, share with the kids the time you failed. And I go, oh, this, this is it. My divorce. That's my first failure. And so I, I think I picked it on purpose because I try to avoid failing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the last time I failed as a big fail, um, being a single mom to a six-year-old, and I have her most of the time, I go to bed sometimes going, yeah, I really failed and effed that up today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not a big deal. Parents do it, but I look at that as, you know, I need to be more patient. I'm her main person. And so maybe I'm being hard on myself, but I look at that kind of as failure that I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, be more patient or whatever, yeah. but I don't with age, I've learned that failing is good. It's how we learn yada, yada, yada. Okay. And so blah, yeah. blah, blah. But yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Just because I have my daughter so much, that's probably a failure of mine. Yeah. For sure. Um, where did you grow up? I grew up right here in the town we're in, in Bountiful, Utah. Not far. And I grew up, I don't know, 20 miles north of here in Roy. Roy, Utah. Were you a Roy Royal? I was a Roy Royal. I was a Bountiful Brave. And for those of you that don't know what a Royal is, it's a lion. Oh, I didn't so you know that. Didn't know. I just assumed it was like a king or queen. I know, because there's a crown on it, so everyone's yeah. like, you just think you're royal? And I'm like, no, I'm a royal lion. I had no idea. <laughs> That's good to know. I had no idea. Who knew? Now you know. Um, <laughs> I love this one. If you had to live anywhere in the world, but you had to stay naked all the time, oh my gosh. where would you choose? Oh, if I had to stay naked. <laughs> Leave it to me to choose the I naked mean, one. I mean, it would be a beach. It would be yeah. a secluded. I'd want it to be a nude beach. I'd want to be naked with a bunch of naked people. Right. 
Yeah. Where no judgment, mm-hmm. be free. We're just out here living yeah. our best life. Mine's Fiji. Sunburned sure. yep. nipples. Sunburned nipples? <laughs> don't don't sunburn your nipples. Okay. Cut. We'll cut that out. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is your astrological sign? I already mentioned that. That's funny. Did I mention that? Capricorn. I was going to say, I almost said cornucopia. <laughs> no. She's I'm a not cornucopia. A, I'm, not I'm a, a cornucopia. Pisces. I'm technically, you're a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. I'm technically on a cusp of Sagittarius and Capricorn. I don't like eat, breathe, and live horoscopes, but... Like your cusp because of the date or because yes. you believe you are? Because of the date. Mine too. They almost changed a it a few years ago. I didn't know that. They like, we're going to adjust it by like I a day no or two and yeah. I'm right on the cusp. Yeah, me too. Which I think is difficult because you can flip and flop yeah. a little bit. Because then I would have been like, who am I now? Right? You'd have to relearn again. <laughs> yeah. Capricorn. But I'm a Pisces... Pisces, you're a water sign. I, I am, I guess. I don't get into that a lot. I think that is one thing I would like to learn about, actually. Going yeah. back to that one, like, I'm, I don't, you know, gravitate to it a lot. But when people talk about it, I'm like, hey, that's a kind of cool thing yeah. to understand. I've anyway. dabbled in it. Yeah. That's one of those things I dove headfirst in to learn about. But yeah. it's not like I live my life by it every day. Yeah. Which sport would be funniest if it had mandatory alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Like the participants had to be drunk. Yes, to be, you have to drink. Drink. It would have to be something where they have to hit a ball, like yeah. that, like a, like tennis, tennis for sure. Yeah, that would be hilarious. I like tennis. Aggressive swinging and they just miss so yeah. often. That'd yeah. be awesome. I like that. Um, I think volleyball for me. <laughs> because <laughs> because people are running in all sorts of directions yeah. anyway, and your head is up looking at the ball, and yeah. people would be running falling over all the other. time. Yeah, good good luck tracking that ball. Um, If money were no object, how would you spend your time? Wow. If money were no object, I would uh, definitely spend it with my kids and out in nature. I love being outside and trying to make a difference with people. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I didn't have to worry about where my paycheck came from, I would definitely spend my time feeding people intellectually or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, mine would be travel for sure with Pete, with my kids oh, yeah. and with people. I just would want to take friends and family just that be to fun? see the world yeah. and just have that educational experience of just understanding other cultures. I would that. Would that would be huge for me. Yeah. Um. If you got banned from the library, what would be the reason behind it? <laughs> I have good ones, huh? I'm pushing yeah, it. Yeah, you do. I'm pushing um, it. I don't know. It would be a noise violation for me, for sure, but probably like inappropriate behavior <laughs> down the boring aisle. Yeah. Something. I mean, I'm a, use your You're imagination. Expect- See? Yeah. And I was just going to be bold. I was just going to shoot my shot and say probably having sex in the library. I was going to say that, but I'm see, trying to not be yeah, no. so. We're not editing, remember? Okay. We're being ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Like I that. haven't done anything like that in the library or movie theater or anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I think that would be it. So we're Same-sies. the same. Same-sies. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, slow slash idiot drivers. That's everyone's. That's a big one. <laughs> I'm a. I try to see the best in everybody, but boy, when I'm in the car, I people piss me off. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're driving in the left lane and you're not passing, then get over. But mm-hmm. in Utah, everyone drives in the left lane. Like, that's when the swear words come out is yeah. in the car. Mine, I don't know if it's my biggest one, but I went to school for interior design. And I hate it when people assign a gender to a furniture. Like What? That what? happens? Oh, yeah. When I say this, you'll realize it. Like, look at my new coffee table. Isn't she pretty? Like, oh. they do that. Have you known? Have you noticed that? I have not noticed. Uh, plants I have, but I haven't noticed it with furniture. But yeah. I can see that people do that. Yeah. That's so interesting. And they do it with vehicles. And another one with vehicles is when they, like, if somebody buys a new vehicle and they post about their cool new car and they're like, Welcome to the family, Dodge Durango. <laughs> like, they're not in your family. They do that about a car? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've got to meet these friends of yours. I'm, I'm, because I'm not my friends I have not anymore. seen that. I have not seen that. <laughs> That's not okay. my biggest one. Though. What's worse during a kiss? Sneezing or burping? Sneezing or... Has anyone ever sneezed in a kiss? I don't know. I mean, you, not for me. Like burping happens on accident. I would say burping because bingo. But that's what I would say. I can't imagine being engaged in the act of kissing and, and feeling a sneeze. sneeze come on and be like, "I'm just gonna power and through." <laughs> no, I'm just gonna stay home base right here. <laughs> pardon, he my, pardon my snot. He doesn't see this coming. But gonna, that's true, right? Because a burp can sneak up on you, but a, a sneeze, sneeze doesn't. You know. That's a brilliant. But next time I'm making out, I'm, I'm going to sneeze. sneeze in someone's face. Okay. Yeah. Burping for sure. Because there's a smell involved. Ew. 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 That's a weird one. Uh, do you collect anything? Uh, husbands? No. I'm just kidding. I'll cut that out. Um, I actually don't. No? No. And I always wished I would have. Like, I have a desire to collect cameras, like old cameras. But no, I've never mm. done that. I collect keychains. You do? I mean, I've had a lot of collections because I, I you know, I lived in Europe and I, like you said, I've traveled a lot. Yes, and you have. I used to buy something and be like, oh, I'm going to try to buy one of these in every country I go to. But I kind of gave up on that. But keychains has stuck for... Where do you put them? I have a bin of them downstairs in my basement in a closet. But every once in a while, my kids, pull, I know, my kids pull them out and it's like, it covers the room, the floor of a room. I mean, I have hundreds of keychains from all over the world. Wow. And I get one everywhere I go still. Like when I just went to New York, I got one at the Empire State Building wow. and I got a New York City one. And I think I got one at, I went to Hamilton and I got a keychain at the theater. Like I buy keychains everywhere I go. And people buy them for me, too. Wow. Like when they go on a trip, because they know I collect them. So I have keychains from all over the world. That's cool. Okay, Andrea, where is your happy place? My happy place? Uh, Like emotionally or physically? It doesn't say. (laughs) So interpret it how you wish. Um, I love being on the water. I love the ocean. I love lakes. Like... There is something about water, crashing waves and pure glass. Mm. Like it really doesn't, I, the water for me. And this summer I spent a ton of time paddle boarding and jet skiing. And it is such a grounding experience for me. So I would say emotionally and physically, like that's where I feel my happiest when I'm around water. 
Um, mine's similar, uh, my, but mine is really just outside in nature, mm-hmm. whether it be camping in the mountains, by a stream, by a lake, at the beach, just outside in nature. It's super grounding for me. Not necessarily on the water per se, but yeah. just nature, the scenery. Yeah. Nature. It's all, it all, it makes me happy. Do you see the glass as half full or half empty? I'm definitely a half full person. Mm-hmm. I think age has made me more like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm always like, oh, you know what? I'm sure they didn't mean to, or I try to be really good at that. Um, and just know that things are going to work out. Mm-hmm. And because I've learned as I've aged, worrying about things and seeing it negative does no good except attract negative and worry. Yeah. So, yeah. Half yeah. Full. I think I'm a half full person and I'm also a, it's refillable person, you know? Mm, I like that. Like it can get kind of low and then I can, I know how to fill up my glass. I love that. Yeah. So Absolutely. There's no. Yeah. It's not going to disappear. Right. Um, what's your favorite childhood memory? Um, probably, I mean, we, we were a camping family. We weren't a vacation traveling family and we did have one family vacation to Disneyland and it was probably my most memorable childhood thing. And we got there on my birthday and I met Danny Glover. Danny Glover was on the shuttle with us. At and that's LAX. probably when he was at the height of his career. He was right? pretty big back yeah. then. And I'll feel bad if he ever finds this and listens to this. But I'm sure he will. He stunk. <laughs> he had like he put his arm around me for a picture and I was like, dude, like deodorant, you're rich. Like you're famous, bro. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, that, yeah, it was a good trip. It was a good family trip. That's awesome. That's what comes to mind. Um, for me, it is definitely camping memories mm-hmm. because my dad worked a lot and my mom was always gone and kind of doing her thing and us kids kind of ran the neighborhood and mm-hmm. did our thing. So when we would go camping and sit by the fire and my dad would wake up early and make breakfast on the fire and we would fish all day and just the slow pace where my parents were present and we were all together and my, I'd come back filthy, dirty. Those Mm -hmm. were like some fun memories. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. What is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, Rudy. Is it? The football football movie. movie, I am all about an underdog and I'm all about a sports movie. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I also love, um, the proposal with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Uh huh. But yeah, Rudy, it's, I, I love that it's a true story. I love that he was an underdog. I love that he got playing time on the field. Mm-hmm. I tear up every time Yeah, they carry him off the field. Every time. I cry every time in my favorite. And I actually have two that I really can't decide between. And they're both like child. They're, Inside Out is one of them. Really? Inside Out and The Kid with Bruce Willis. Have oh, yeah. you seen that? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's because I am so fascinated and really gravitate to inner child stuff, inner child work. And that movie, the kid where he connects with that little kid who's him. Oh my gosh. That just rips my heart. I cry in those two movies. Do you? Yeah. Every time I watch them and inside out, just that all the emotions and watching joy try so hard to encourage sadness and 
bing bong disappearing and the little Riley losing her childhood memories. It's like, it feels so relatable to me. And Absolutely. Just, oh my gosh. It just I get annoyed. tears me up. I get annoyed that sadness touches everything. Is that bad? Does that mean something's wrong with me? I, you maybe need to do some work. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I'm touching everything. Sadness. But I mean, in my, you know, in my practice, what I do, I reference those two movies a lot when do I'm you? talking to people about childhood trauma, because I feel like it's powerful to really connect with your your inner child and those two movies are, I mean it's not all factual they're not you know those animated yep. things it's not but, but still, it is everybody it's good, has emotions and you yeah. have to feel them both right yeah yeah I so like that's that. what I have to say I like that um do you hit the snooze button or do you wake up immediately I never hit the snooze button and my alarm never goes off my internal clock is amazing Really, and it does not matter what time. If I have to catch a four a.m. flight and I set my alarm for two, I will wake up at two fourteen. If my alarm is set for two fifteen a.m., I I wake up before my alarm one hundred percent of the time. That's crazy. No matter how long I've slept and what I have to do, yeah, I never hear my alarm go off. That's crazy. If if it's earlier, Mm -hmm. like if it's the same time every day, I can see that. But if it's earlier. Uh, for me, I'm a get up immediately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wake up before the alarm, uh, but I hate snooze. Both my husbands were snoozers, and it made me it's mad. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's a waste of time. It is. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather just sleep deeply for 15 minutes right. and then get up? Yeah. 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 Okay. What, or let's see, would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Um, gosh, you know what? Now that I'm older, I'm more of an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert (laughs) because the true definition is where do you recharge? Do you recharge out in a crowd? Does that ramp you up and you get recharged and, or do you recharge retreating by yourself? Mm -hmm. And I like crowds. I like parties. I like, but when I need to recharge, I definitely am a go read a book, go sit in a quiet Mm -hmm. space, go outside person. Yeah. Um, I just had a conversation about this last night and I was at a big chaotic party that I got to my threshold and I was talking to a friend of mine who is also a paddleboarder and he, I told him how often I went paddleboarding alone this summer and he's like, oh, I can never go alone. I'm way too much of an extrovert. And I said, well, I'm an extrovert too. And he's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, he's like, you're an, you're an introverted extrovert. And he goes, or wait, are you an extroverted introvert? Right. And we got in this whole conversation and I'm the same, like I can handle, I crave kind of the chaos of yeah. getting people together. Me too. I like to host, yeah. but then I like to kind of fall to the back and just kind of watch people or find that one person who also isn't comfortable and just have one-on-one. Yeah. So I would say I'm definitely more introverted. We can be extroverted introverts together. <laughs> we can do whatever we or want. Or vice versa. Um, is Starbucks worth the money? No. No. I yeah. mean, I love Starbucks. I don't drink I coffee. coffee. I don't do foofy drinks, so I don't drink there. Yeah. No. It's, my but child I, is deprived. I, I take my kids there sometimes. Do you? And, and it's like the same price as dinner to get four, like three hot chocolates and a caramel macchiato. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, it's expensive. It's yeah. not worth the money. No, nope, me either. But I still do it. <laughs> I don't. Um, what qualities do you look for in a friend? Uh, realness. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Real. But what does that mean? That means you're now, it doesn't have to come out right away because people can hide their stories and, you know, only open up when they're comfortable. 
but I want, I don't want people who wear a mask, Mm -hmm. um, or live in Toxicville or complain a lot, Mm -hmm. um, real. And if you're in a bad mood as a friend, come up and say, Lori, I'm in a shit mood right now Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be here or, but passive aggressive all like, I can't just, you know, be real and be able to communicate. That's another big one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I would much rather hear you say, Lori, I just don't feel like going rather than I have plans and can't go to lunch with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not calling you out or anything. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm not. I'm not listening to you. So yeah, go and ahead. somebody who's somebody who really understands themselves, um, or is trying to, rather than fake it. Yeah. Uh, for me, here's that's a good answer. But for and for me, when I think about it, it's when people notice that I am not being myself. When I. I don't know how, like I was at a lunch a couple days ago and there's probably about 15 people there, but I was sitting, you know, you can't talk to everybody. And I was having a bad day. It was a particularly hard day, but I was trying to be social. And this guy sitting next to me, he said, why are you fidgeting so much? And I didn't realize that I was, but Did I had, he know you. Yeah. Okay. But not super. We don't know each other super well. Okay. He's like, you just kind of keep disappearing and I can see you kind of like fidgeting and wow. that that awareness that he saw that it, I wasn't just like eating or yes. listening to other people he could tell that something was he was in tune with taking you. me away from yeah. the experience and then I was at dinner with another friend who I didn't know well at all and he was he said you seem like the type of person that people come to you a lot for help and for advice and for support. And I said, I am that person and I love it. And I, you know, I was kind of taking it all as a compliment and he's like, and who does that for you? Bingo. And I, and I, it kind of made me emotional. I was like, I don't, I don't know. People don't notice when I need some, it's hard for me to, but do I don't, you dare ask? Do I don't know if I... Yeah, I'm not putting the blame on everyone yeah. else. But just those little things like that where people just say the simplest thing that make me feel... That they see you. Yeah. Like yeah. they notice that yeah. I need a little bit of support, that I, I need that. someone to listen. Like that is a huge quality that really is important to me. Um, have you ever had a lucid dream? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> Isn't, I chose this because I wanted to discuss it too. Isn't a lucid dream like where it's very real, it's in color, it's like... It just like you almost can't remember later if it was real or not. Like, yeah. like did that really happen? Yeah, but I think it's more like you can feel things and like... Oh, like all, it hurts or something. Almost like the... you're alive in the dream. Like yeah. it's that real feeling. Um, I'm sure I have. I, I remember details of dreams ditto like crazy i have a friend who if she listens i know she's gonna text me after she listens to this (laughs) because i've shared details of dreams with her and she's like you have the craziest but now of course i can't think of anything but yeah i mean i've had a couple dreams where well it just said yes have you yes or no it's not like a (laughs) yes explain it don't feel the pressure next question (laughs) i was just trying to bail you out no i've i've had dreams where i wake up and i I'm sweaty or my heart's pounding or I really? I feel like am I is is my kid alive still? Like I've had those yes. kind of panic wake ups from yes. dreams for sure. Yes. I too dream a lot, in color a lot, and they seem very real. 
I'll tell my son about some of my dreams and he's like, mom, that's a movie. You should write a book. I enjoy it in a way, but I don't enjoy the ones where you're waking up in a panic and wonder if your child's still with you. Mm -hmm. But yes, I, I remember my dreams a lot. And the next night I'll go back to go to sleep and it's like, I forgot my dream, but then my brain tries to pick up where it left off. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. What is the most relaxing part of your day? Oh my goodness. My bath. Every day? Not every day, but oh. I, I try, I take a lot of baths. My kids will be like, yep, she does if they're listening mm -hmm. to this and I hope they're not. But yeah, <laughs> when I, that is like therapy to me. Or yeah. if I go outside and sit on my back patio yeah. by myself and yeah. just, especially with a six-year-old who needs a lot of attention, if I can just have that time to, it's almost like meditation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah mine me? is mine is probably coffee. Like I go to the gym before my kids wake up, and then I am so happy when I get home and they're still asleep. That's awesome. And I brew coffee, and I just sit. Like if it's dark, I keep it dark. If it's cold, I turn on my fireplace, and just like twenty minutes of silence yep. and sipping coffee is so good for me. Were you a rebellious kid? Um, I. If my parents are listening, they're going to laugh right now and be like, <laughs> yes, how loud can I say this? I was a misunderstood kid. I was frustrated because I had big feelings and big emotions and big pain and big questions. Aww. And as a teenager, that caused me to rebel because as a child, I didn't know how to manage those. And I didn't feel like I had a lot of support in working through those big things fears yeah. and questions and so I had a rebellious phase for sure but I would not say that I was a rebellious child okay I believe that <laughs> I'm gonna call your parents after this episode okay. <laughs> uh me no um I think I was made to fear a lot of things as a child and so I definitely had principal office syndrome is what I call it I was always scared to mess up or get in trouble or break a rule or that's the reason I want to have sex in a library. I mean, really, <laughs> let's be honest. Is that the only reason? <laughs> but really, no, I, and sometimes I wish I would have like done that because it's easily and more forgivable as a kid. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes I wish I was. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have two older brothers and a younger sister. Okay. Yep. And you? And I have three brothers, one older and two younger. Nice. Speaking of rebellious, did you ever sneak out of your house when you were growing up? I did. You did? Mm -hmm. I was more an assistant to my older brother, though. Like <laughs> You were he, his wingman. Like, he had... <laughs> we had, like, a swamp cooler, and I think that was his bedroom for most of our childhood, where you could just push, like, it the window butted up to the small oh, cooler yeah, yeah. and then we had like plywood above it. It was really sure. classy. Yeah. And his window was just easy to open and jump out of. So I think I would cover for him a lot when he that would sneak nice out. And then I was like, I should sneak out too. But yeah, I snuck out a lot. And, and I had my best friends live. They were twins that lived five houses away. And so my parents always knew where to find me, but <laughs> Yeah. She snuck out. She's over there. I did. I snuck out. At least you went to the same spot. Yeah. More consistent. Uh, I did not sneak out of my house. Really? Again, rule follower. Yeah. I, like, I was afraid I was being watched all the time or something. I don't know. I, would, I was scared to break rules. Yeah. Yeah. What is the best concert you've ever been to? 
Oh, gosh. I think my most memorable was my first concert, Howard Jones. Mm. He was, I was in the ninth grade, first concert. Could not believe my parents let me go with friends. And it was up at Park West, which is a ski resort in the summertime. And just the music I loved, the feeling of freedom away from my parents with friends for the first time in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing a concert and singing along to music I loved just really has made an impact and is pretty fresh. I mean, I've been to good concerts, but that one is just, mm-hmm. yeah, that one's a good memory yeah. for me. I'm not a big concert person, but I am a big music person. But probably the most memorable concert for me is Garth Brooks just this past summer. And I had tickets with friends and then I was supposed to be out of town. So I sold mine to another friend and then ended up being in town. So then I felt bad and got different tickets kind of last minute. And the guy that I took was not a Garth Brooks fan or a concert fan. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it was kind of, I kind of was going into it like, I'm happy to go, but it's probably just going to be whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we ended up sitting right, we had floor seats. We ended up sitting right in front of his like mentor, business mentor, super close friend and his son and all of their family that my friend knew his son meaning his no the guy his Garth mentors Brooks? okay the, the guy mentor's son Got who's you. also in the same business as the guy that I took with me gotcha and it was just like the most high energy this group of people it was so fun and like there was like 80,000 people in there we had no idea it was packed. that we were going to be sitting right by them and it was just the most and Garth, fun he puts on he an, puts amazing, on an show. amazing show if I ha- yeah yeah, I, I've been to, I want to say three of his concerts. Yeah. So and it ended, he does it ended up show. being just see, That's like, so I have, fun. I have a picture of myself at that concert where I just look so genuinely happy. And I've talked to friends about, this is totally spiderweb being off to something else. So I've talked to like, there's people that post on social media, like when was the last time you remember feeling just completely happy in the yeah, moment? Alive. And yeah. I don't, I can't think back to those kinds of moments in my life. I, I have a really hard time saying I felt just so happy and in, in the moment, nothing was distracting me. Yeah. And I have a picture at that Garth Brooks concert of just me where I'm just like, that was such a happy moment. Oh, I love and, yeah, that. Yeah, it's great. It's actually one of my screen things. I have a picture of myself on you. my lock screen. As you should. Because I felt happy. That's, yeah, that's a that's, fun feeling. That's and, and as a single parent, those are hard to come by sometimes. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Because there's always a distraction. There's right? always a next thing. There's yeah. always a whatever. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever had deja vu? I have deja vu all the time. Ditto. All, all the, time. the time. I can't even tell you, so I'm just going to say yes. Yes. All the time. Me too. I love it. Um, if you had a warning label, what would yours say? Ugh. Why, get... did I, why did we do this? Yeah, that one's rough. Can get excited and get loud. That's what yours would say? Yeah. Because like when I'm into something, as you can tell on the podcast, I, I yeah, I can be loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mine would be really long. Like you'd have to <laughs> It's a 12 page warning label. Fine print. They'd be like, it also comes with a magnifying glass so you can read all of it. It doesn't mean list all of your warnings. (laughs) Mine would be um, self struggles with self beat up and needs reassurance. And I hate to admit that because I really do feel like a pretty confident person, but I do. I have a lot of 
childhood stuff that makes me feel like I need to be hyper independent, makes me feel like I need to over explain. And I, if, if somebody just reassures me just in the littlest we ways, are so alike. little things, yep. it's really easy to reassure me, but yep. I need it. Yep. I do. I appreciate you sharing that because, and we should do an episode on that because yep. I'm very much like that as well. Um, do you think PDA is annoying being public displays Display of, of affection? affection. If, if it's aggressive, like we're waiting in line to buy movie tickets and I can't keep my tongue out of your mouth and my hand off your ass. Go to the car. Yeah. But I like, <laughs> I like sneaky PDA. Me too. Where it's just like the littlest little like brush buys kiss and uh -huh. like the little squeeze of the arm or yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. I like Tastefully it Tastefully done. Exactly. I'm a fan. Tasteful PDA. Yeah. I don't want to see people full on making out mm -hmm. while they're kissing. Yeah. But to kiss once or twice and the sneaky stuff, That's I'm all cute. about that. What is the most exciting thing you can see out your kitchen window? Oh my <laughs> <weird>. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting question. Um, I can see my, my outdoor fire pit. I mean, so when we're having a fire, I can see that and, but bring the family together around yeah. the fire. Yeah. But yeah, cool. there's not a lot of excitement going yeah. on outside my kitchen window. Yeah, which you can tell we didn't rehearse these which questions because some of something weird. on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> Build something exciting in my backyard. Yes. Uh, for me, I have a pretty big, back, lush backyard. You I do. On the benches. Your and backyard have is a gorgeous. Lot of green. But we, we have deer down here all the time. Very regularly, there's two between two and ten I deer in the backyard, and we also have chickens, so it is fun to look out my kitchen window and just see. Yeah, you do have a, kids an amazing and animals view. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, do you like to wear hats? Um, I have a huge head. <laughs> okay, and so that wasn't the question. I know, but, but I'm just know. saying I've struggled in the hat department. But I do, I do love to wear hats. I do and too. I, Trucker I mean, caps, baseball caps, ba all of it, yeah. and beanie. Like my son, oh yeah, beanies. This time of year, a couple days, two days in a row, I wore a hoodie and a beanie. And my son, who's 12, he's like, "Well, it's cold outside, so I guess mom's going back to that thug life." <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what I do. I, hoodies and beanies. Oh my gosh, I love and like flannels that. and leggings. Like yeah, the girls in there like fall vibe. I yeah. have, I am a vibe. You look and good it's not, in a beanie. Mm, no, I mean thank I'm you. But I saw it today. You look just, in a beanie. I did have a beanie. On today. You did have a beanie on today. <laughs> but it's cold. It's freaking cold yeah. here in Utah. What would your dream house look like? Um, would you have something out, outside your kitchen window that was exciting? <laughs> well, now obviously. <laughs> So I can answer this question the right way next time. <laughs> um, not big and ostentatious. Yeah. Um, I like character. I would like to have a lot of land. Mm -hmm. um, I almost would prefer it to be in a farm-ish type area. Mm -hmm. And very cozy and welcoming and a big open space like kitchen family room combined area yeah. to have all my family around yeah yeah i i really love character like older home mm -hmm. character Me too. and i don't want to say farmhouse because that's so like trendy yeah but um yeah that's yeah. what my dream house would be like what about you my the number one thing for me in a dream house is a wraparound yes porch. Me too. That's always been. Wrap around porch. I want rocking chairs. Me and too. 
when you drive up, it's huge windows that all the lights are on. Yes. And you just have this welcoming wraparound yep. porch. And you spend a lot. It's mm. almost like another living space. Yeah, like an outdoor room. We should yeah. buy a house together. But then I have this extreme opposite of that. And it really is a more farmhouse vibe to do yeah. rocking chairs and a wraparound totally. porch. Yeah. But then I have this tiny house obsession. Where I I'm think like, they're so I want cool. a house on wheels. I want to be a minimalist. I want to travel and not spend money on property and yep. land and, and just things. live and tr- be in the tiny little, that. like I follow a couple Instagram accounts that are like families that travel in fifth wheel trailers that the sides pop out and they have cute dishes and then they pop their sides in and go to the next city. And I'm like, I'm doing that. That's cool. Someday. Um, were you a cool kid in high school? I think this is my last one too, so make it count. Why do I have a lot more than you? Uh, Was I a cool kid in high school? I wouldn't say I was a cool kid in high school. I was, I was a singer. I was in all the choirs and I did all the auditioned choirs and performing and traveling with choir and stuff. That was my biggest thing in high school. I was a, I was a, like, I remember walking through the halls one time and there were these guys sitting by their lockers. I was with one of my twin friends and one of the guys started talking to me and it kind of caught my friend off guard. And she's like, you literally know everyone. She's like, those are the guys that are usually smoking in the parking lot. Like, (laughs) how do you know them? And I feel like I wasn't, I wasn't popular, but I was inclusive. I was, I just got to know everybody. And I had friends that were in the band and I had friends on seminary council and friends that were the president of the you know senior class president and the football players i just i just can i just was friends with whoever wanted to be friends with me yeah i was inclusive as well um i think people from the outside would probably say i was a cool kid mm-hmm. because um i was on the drill team which in bountiful is a huge like huge whole establishment mm-hmm. um but i also skipped a grade so I was with the brainy kids in class. I ran track and did the javelin. I'm not kidding anybody. I didn't run track. I threw the javelin and then laid on the mats to get a tan. Um, I played <laughs> volleyball. And so my collection of friends was very diverse. And so I too knew so many people. But I didn't get invited to the cool kids stuff. Like I had a friend who's like, you probably went to every single dance. And I was like, bro, I didn't even get asked to the senior prom. Hmm. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, except for that time I had a boyfriend. Like, I think people thought I was in the cool crowd per se. But no, I lived like I was the type where my friends would want to go do something on a Saturday night. And it'd be like 10 o'clock and I'd be like, eh, I'm going to go to bed. Hmm. But I think from the outside, people probably thought Hmm, that I was cool. But I was actually very shy. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that was your last question. Yeah. Okay. We can still ask yours. I'll have this one be my last. Okay. Uh, What is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? (laughs) Um, When I was first divorced about 10 years ago, I'd met a guy online and we had been texting and messaging. And he said, I know this is a weird question, but I have to go to St. George to get my condo ready for my daughter. She's going to be going to college down there. And it's like five hours away. He said, would it be weird if I asked you to come with me that you'd have your own room, you know, it has a lock on the door. You could bring your bike. We could go biking and do the whole thing. 
And I was like, eh, what the heck? So I met him in my driveway, put my, put my bike on his, on the back of his car, went to St. George, not knowing this guy and, um, locked my door every night. The second night he's like, I see you're still locking your door, which is hysterical, (laughs) but I really only felt a friend vibe from the guy. Um, and so, yeah, so I went with a complete strange, I have lots of spontaneous things. I do too. But that one, that one, um, is most memorable because it's the safest to share in a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) on next week's episode the rated r version yeah well not necessarily rated r but just like really stupid like yeah like that how did i survive how did exactly right like if my daughters heard that when i'm telling them you know don't fly to vegas and meet somebody you've never met before but i did that (laughs) so yeah yeah i i think i have spontaneous pre-kids and spontaneous post-kids and my my pre-kids i was i would do anything i'm so jealous i was always afraid to get in trouble oh i i was i did i and most of it was travel i i've gone on some really cool random trips with people i didn't know or barely knew but my my most recent thing that came to mind when i read that was a month ago i went skydiving and i had no no interest it was never something that i thought someday i'm going to be brave enough it just was kind of a i saw this deal for off peak days really slight discount and i just i did it i didn't go with anyone that i knew i didn't tell anyone i literally didn't tell one person that i was doing it you did it all for yourself i did it for me i love that yeah i'm kind of in this learn to be alone and and it's okay if I don't have a person and I can and push yourself. Yeah. Push myself I love that. out of my comfort zone to, How did it to growth zone. It was amazing. I probably will talk about it sometime because yeah. it was seriously an empowering experience, but it was so spontaneous and so not a typical Andrea as a single mom thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. probably it for me. Well, that's all. All right. That's well, all we will got. stop there with, I think we did 50 probably. Yeah. We were about 50. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye.